through the back door, emptied the register, took a case of whiskey and broke out through a window. Why they didn't just walk out the door? No one knows. The money lost in whiskey and cash was, in the scheme of things, not so big a deal. But the cost of repairs? That was a killer. Plus the lost revenue. The place had to stay closed for two days. Cat's only the night manager, but she still feels responsible for the place. As she starts toward her Studebaker, tired, the long night finally catching up with her, the adrenaline of the evening spent. Cat sees that her car seems to be tilting rightward, but at first she can't tell why, or even whether it's real. Maybe it's an illusion, a trick of shadows. She has to have the distance between herself and her car before she sees that the tilt is real. Ah, that her GD car has a flat tire. Son of a gun, she says, angrily stomping the asphalt, feeling the impact ride up her shin bone. She makes her way to the car, heads straight to the trunk, slips the key into the scratched keyhole, turns it left, wrong way, then right, hears the lock tumble, and pushes the lid up. She can't see anything in there. She fumbles for the flashlight she keeps stored on the left side of the trunk, tucked into the corner there. Her hand bounces around in the darkness for a while before her fingers finally find its cold, smooth surface. Her hand bounces around in the darkness for a while before her fingers finally find its cold, smooth surface. She wraps her hand around it, flips it on. The light is weak and yellow, but at least it's there. And now that she can see them, she grabs the spare tire and the jack, and as she does, a brief smile touches the corner of her mouth. Kat's always been a self-conscious person, always sort of watched herself from a distance, and the sight of her, five foot one, a hundred pounds even, wearing a blue wool dress with a white short coat over it, carrying a tire almost as big as she is, and a heavy jack, The sight of it must have the same effect as a hippopotamus in a tutu. And thinking of that, a smile touches her lips, but it's erased quickly as she thinks of the task at hand. A moment later, Cat is sitting on her haunches, jacking her car up so she can change the GD tire, watching the wheel well seem to expand while the tire stays firmly planted on the ground. And then finally it starts to lift, the bottom of the tire staying flat. It seems like it should fill with air, expand as the weight is removed, but it doesn't. And then, a sound behind her. She stops moving, hoping that it was nothing, that the sound won't repeat. But it does, and she turns her head to look over her shoulder, afraid of what she might see, but having to look anyway. Cat is a person who's always covered her eyes when the most horrible things happen on screen at the drive-in movie theater, but she's always sneaked to look through her fingers, too. Newspaper pages skitter across the asphalt, carrying away yesterday's news. Just the wind, dummy, she says. Just the wind. She turns back to the car and continues her work. Cat dumps the flat tire and the diamond-shaped jack into her trunk not caring how they fall, and slams the trunk lid shut. It was a nail that caused the flat, 
The rusted, bent thing was hooking out of the inside wall of the tire like the lone tooth in a mouthful of gums. She vaguely remembers driving through a construction area on her way to work, men with tanned arms carrying broken chunks of wood with shiny nails sticking out of them to the back of a truck, working on repairing a half-burned row house. Her hands are black with grime, with brake dust, and she's afraid to touch herself, afraid she'll smear black across her light blue dress or her white short coat. Smear more black. She already managed to get a little on her dress when she carried the tire to the trunk. Stupid effing flat tire. She wants nothing more than to go home, slip out of her clothes and into a warm bath, wash herself clean, and then slip again, this time into her bed, beneath her night-cool sheets, where she can sleep till noon, maybe one, and if she's lucky, from the time her head hits the pillow till the midday sunlight coming in through the window wakes her, she'll have...